This is the day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to This is the Day with Pastor Wade. It is an honor and privilege that you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. For those that are joining us for the very first time, as I do every week, I do not take that lightly. I just want to say welcome. Look, I know you got things that you could be doing in your life right now, but you taking the time out to join us on this conversation, I would just want to say thank you in advance. Let me let you know what this show is all about. We are This show, This is the Day, is about discussing what the church body uh, does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or just shut down from talking about it altogether because maybe of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will not be made to feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid, and we can have a free and truthful conversation here on This is the Day with Pastor Wade. Listen, in light of everything that's going on in the world today, y'all, this coronavirus, and you know I'm holding my quote-unquotes up right now, all this social injustice, not only to Black people in America, but in, to people just in general, just the lack of respect my goodness, the lack of respect that we have for one another is at an all-time high. I mean, it's at an all-time high. Can I say that again? It's at an all-time high. The church, my God, is divided and paralyzed as we speak, y'all, as we have in this conversation. And it's contributing to how we treat one another in this moment. Let's review before we get into it, because, you know, we got to review because we got some first time people that are listening right now. And we want to we want our first time friends to get in this plane together as we get ready to take off. So let's review uh, our from episode five right now. Remember, in episode five, we talked about the positive commands. We talked about the means and we focused on the attitudes. We said uh, the positive one another passages in scriptures express the means and the methods for living as members of body of Christ and as brethren. Remember, we're all brethren in the family of God. These passages also focused on the two things. We talked about attitudes and we talked about actions. And then we also talked about attitudes form the soil and the root out of which actions grow. And we look at the one another injunctions or the commands that focus on attitudes, particularly those that enable us to obey one another commands. We also said attitudes can be like cobwebs. Man, you know them cobwebs. Anybody hate spiders and you hate walking into the cobwebs? Man, which they clutter up the mind. They also cause us to fail in the purposes of God, or they can be an interstate highway to an automobile smoothing the way uh, to our destination. Remember my man Chuck Swindell said, this may shock you, but I believe the single most significant decision I can make on a day-to-day -day basis is the choice of my attitude. That's major, ladies and gentlemen. Man, that's so major right now. Before we get into the material today, if we could just remember that again, that the only thing we really can control right now, think about it, in this moment, in this storm of uncertainty, 
with all the dis misinformation, disinformation, information, whatever you want to call it, with everything going on, Black Lives Matter, say her name, uh, this matter, that matters, all of that, I can't breathe, with all of this going on, the only thing we really can control right now in this moment is our choice of attitude. My goodness, I'm only on the review and I'm already in some trouble. And also, we said to grasp this concept, it is helpful to divide uh, sin into two categories. We said, one, visible acts of transgression against the commands and principles of scripture. And we also said the inward acts of transgression, which means the sins of the mind and attitude, which include uh, the subtle violations of our Lord's command to love. We also said, and the verses about the attitudes, we, this is, we said command one was about have the same mind with one another. My, oh, maybe I should just do episode five over again. Because right now we are not having the same mind at all. Remember, we said the first thing is having the same mind means knowing and understanding scripture. We also said uh, from the word of God, we need the infusion of God's thoughts, which are in infinitely higher than ours. Uh, that was Isaiah 55, 8 through 11. And then we also said that in faith, we need to apply uh, his truth as we depend on the indwelling spirit. We also said uh, the need to is to think with the same kind of viewpoint to possess the same kind of attitudes toward life and one another. We need to have the mind of Jesus, the mind of God to think with his values, to possess his vision, and to allow that to change our attitude, which in turn to change our actions and pursuits. We all said num number two of having the same mind means thinking with the word. Listen, remember that we talked about that referee. What's going to be the center of the wheel? This is my big thing right now. Because my big pet peeve, ladies and gentlemen, if you know me or you don't know me, uh, I'm all about context of scripture. I'm all about the word of God. That is the center of the wheel. But what I cannot stand is when people that just found out where either Genesis or Revelation is, they want to use a scripture that basically only fits what their purpose is of what they want to communicate right now. But what happens is they take the scripture out of context and always remember this. And this is free. If the person who's telling you the scripture does not stick to the context and you take the word text out of the word context, all you have left is a con. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to stop the show. I'm going to stop the show. Look, all you have is a con if they take it out of context. If you take that word text out of context, all you're left with is a con. There's a lot of cons. Ooh, let me slow down. There's a lot of cons going on right now. But I digress. We said having, thinking with the word, we said have the mind of Christ means to think with the word of God, to live and, uh, and not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, which is the scripture, so that we bring our thoughts, remember, actions into harmony with God's viewpoint to applying God's thoughts to everything we do and to everything that happens to us. We, we said we want to experience God and the joys of his plan and purposes for man must Know his word. That's what we all here for. Look, that's why we all brethren, whether you're a believer in Christ right now or in Jesus or not, we are still brother perform. And why do I say that? Come on, y'all. Y'all know what I say. You are a spirit. Say it with me. You are a spirit. You live in a body. You have a soul, which is a mind. So therefore, that makes us brethren. Somebody go be upset with me right now. I know some bishop is rolling over in a grave or rolling over right now. Just turn this off. They're like, what did he just say? 
That's yes, I said that, sir. And you may call me, email me at uh, you can go to my Facebook page, Real Pastor Wade. That's Real Pastor W A I D. And look, hit me up and I'll hit you back and we can talk about it. And we can just do like the Bible says you're not just going to talk at me, we're going to talk together. Like the Bible says, come let us reason together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, I'm fired up right now. Also, we said the third thing about having the same mind means a reg regular renewal in the word. It requires biblical truth for the development and maintenance, daily renewing of the mind. We also said number four of having the same mind means processing an attitude of joy. We, that means we develop an attitude of joy through biblical vision and submission to the calling and the purposes of God. We had also said number five. We said that of having the same mind means an attitude of humility. Good God almighty. Humility right now is going out the door, but I'm going to leave that alone. It says an attitude of humility expresses itself in, in servant living. Humility prepares the way for sacrificial uh, love, which puts the needs of others above self. We also said number six, as far as having of the same mind, which is of command one, is uh, the attitude of loving family affection. We said Romans 12, 10, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. My God, I need to, I need to rent a plane right now and sky right that scripture just in the sky right now so everybody can see it. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another and honor. My goodness, the honor is gone out the window. We're not honoring nothing about each other right now. All we want to do is argue about our viewpoints right now. Woo, I'm in some trouble. I feel the heat, y'all, but it's okay. I love you anyway because God has a prayer shield around me. And we also said we cannot impart to others what we do not ourselves possess. Our relationship with one another always manifests the reality of our life uh, with the Lord and the conditions of our thinking and attitudes. Often, remember this, we said that the prayer that most in accord with God's word is not Lord change my wife or Lord change my children or Lord change my church board, but Lord change me. Can you imagine what it'd be like if everybody just said, Lord, just change me instead of instead of going, hey, why don't you change that person that's not wearing a mask? <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Or why don't you change that person right now that's just been chasing down oppressing black men and women? Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that either. Why don't you just change me? If everybody took that accountability and said, Lord, just change me. What would our world look like? Instead of everybody pointing in the finger and talk about the speck that's in their brother's eye and not even looking at the plank that's in their own eye. Man, I, whoa, I know I didn't lost some friends right now. My phone is about to blow up, but it don't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the review of our conversation in episode five. Now, everybody's up to speed. Now, I do want to tell you, if you're just joining us for the very first time and you haven't listened to episodes one through five, do yourself a favor and listen. I'm telling you, it will bless your life because how we treat one another, it don't matter what country and we in many different countries right now. I just looked on iTunes and Spotify and all that kind of stuff and looked at where people are, are listening from and also are leaving reviews. And when I tell you they're saying they're being blessed, I am so proud and I'm very humbled 
uh, by the response that we're getting, that the information is getting out to people. They're joining our conversation. But listen to these shows over and over again. Also, you can also interact with me at Real Pastor Wade, W-A-I-D, on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, whatever you need. We can talk about it. We can discuss freely without judgment. Then also, why don't you review also the 10 principles for a successful relationship, which also goes with this as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure your seat and your tray tables are in the upright position. Listen, if you feel any turbulence, that's just God shaking you up at the very root of what's going on right now. If you're listening with somebody, look at them and say, you ready? And then look back at them and say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Positive command. The fourth one. Now we're going to talk about the methods, ladies and gentlemen. So we talked about the attitudes before. We, and now we're going to fo focus on the actions. We're going to focus on the methods now. So one of the clear uh, emphasis of Scripture concerns the fact that the world we now live in as uh, Christians or brethren is an alien world. This The believer has been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, which is Jesus. Believers live in a hostile environment. Yes, they do. Even amongst each other. My God. One opposed to his progress and spiritual growth, spiritual health, and to the fulfillment of God's purposes for his life as a child of God. John. 17, 15 through 20 says, I do not ask thee to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, here's scripture telling us, look, at the end of the day, we need to come to the grips of this is not it. No matter what you believe right now, some people believe right now that, look, this is it, that, uh, uh, you're born, you live, and then you die, and then you're in the grave, and there's nothing else. Well, I submit to you today that is not the truth. Because remember, it goes back to the reason why we are brethren, because everybody, what I say, born of a woman is, is a spirit, they live in a body, and they have a soul, which is a mind. And one thing that we all need to come to grips with is, look, uh, everybody is born, and remember, the, born, the minute that you're born, you begin to die. So what happens is we just want to make sure that we live this life abundantly as much as we can. But part of living life abundantly as much as you can is building up your brother, edifying one another, how we treat one another. That is the whole goal right now. And it's being lost in translation right now. It's being forgotten. Also, Ephesians 6, 10 through 16 says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God. Woo! Man, there's some people right now, I could just name them, that they armor is missing right now. They don't have the full armor on at all. I ain't even talking about the world. I'm talking about the church right now. They don't have no full armor on. They got like one leg on. They, they missing a piece or pieces right now. It says put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Oh, 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 do I really need to go there right now? I don't even want to go there because we only got a limited time in this conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say, I'm going to let the scripture just say for itself since people want to use scripture out of context for their own purposes. I'm just going to read this just like it is without any editorial. How's that? It says, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle... 
Woo! It's not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, this is the word, y'all, verse 13. Take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day. Oh, uh, I just want to say something. I said I wasn't going to do any editorial, but can I say something? Can I say something? No, I'm, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to keep to my word because I'm a man of my word. I'm just going to let the scripture do the talking. So it says, therefore, take up the full armor of God that you may be able to resist in the evil day, the evil day, the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, having done everything to stand firm. Woo! I'm going to leave that alone. Stand firm. Therefore, having girded your loins with the truth. I'm just going to let that marinate for a minute. So you got to be girded from your loins with the truth. I'm going to let that marinate. I'll wait. Okay. And then the next thing you got to have is having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Oh, my goodness. So that breastplate being right standing with God. Also, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel and peace. Oh, my goodness. I'm a, I'll wait. I'll let you I'll let you marinate on that. It says having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then it says in verse 16, in addition to all taking up the shield. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go slowly. Taking up the shield of faith. Guess what that's for? With which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. Now, since I just read the scripture, now I can tell you, now I can say, just with that right there, everything that is going on in the world right now, a lot of people do not have their shield of faith on right now. They have a mask on. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that either. And you know what? I'm not trying to demean those that are having a mask on right now. Listen, HIV patients before COVID ever hit always wore a mask, but the rest of the population didn't. So my question would become, if HIV or people that have full-blown AIDS would wear a mask, I would say, well, why are you guys wearing a mask and I don't have to? This is because, listen, it's not that I'm contagious to you. It's just you may be bringing something to me. So therefore, I'm wearing a mask to protect myself. And you know what? That makes perfect sense. But for everybody to wear a mask, that doesn't make sense to me. Because think about it. If that's what happened with age patients and more people have died of AIDS, even just last year, than anybody has died of COVID this year. If they would do that just to keep themselves safe from us, that means if 50% of the population wore masks and the other 50% didn't, that means we would be okay. I'm just saying, if everybody had faith in the mask. But here's the scripture talking about the shield of faith. And right now, people's faith are dwindling. And because people's faith are dwindling and they don't have their shield of faith, it's affecting how we treat one another. Good God Almighty. I need to stop Right now, I'm, man, I think I'm in trouble, y'all. I think I'm in trouble. I, I, I really think I'm in trouble right now. But, you know, at this point, I really don't care because, you know what? It's really about uh, doing uh, God's work right now. It's really about doing, being right standing with him right now. See, I want to be, be a water walker like Peter right now. And so, listen, if I have to have the faith just of the, for the whole world, I will do that. But one thing you're only going to get on this is the day with Pastor Wade is the truth.
What you do with it is up to you. Listen, let's keep moving. It also says in uh, 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, it says, I solemnly, solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge and the living and the dead, and by appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out. And this is why you got to be ready in season and out, ladies and gentlemen. This is why how we treat one another and having the same attitude. This is why the methods are important. Because we got to be ready in season and out of season to get ready to reprove, to rebuke, to exhort with great patience and instruction. My goodness. Isn't some patience needed right now? With everything going on with COVID and everything going on with all the social unrest, isn't some great patience and some uh, well-needed instruction, truthful instructions needed? I'll wait. Also, it says, verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Uh-oh. The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers. Dr. Fauci, oh, I'm sorry. They will accumulate teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Oh, do I need to stop right there? That's scripture, y'all. That ain't even, I'm not even uh, putting my own take on it. That is scripture right there. Since so many people want to use the Bible as a weapon for their own purposes. This is a scripture saying and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths but you be sober in all things endure hardship do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry my goodness i can't make this up y'all and if you want to know you want to check that that's second timothy 4 1 through 5 praise the lord also it says but god has not left us without his personal provision for this alien environment, listen, remember I said you are a, a spirit. You uh, live in a body and you have a soul, which is your mind. So what happens is when you get the, when you grasp the fact that you are an alien to this environment. See, we want to talk about there's no such thing as aliens, but here's the deal. You are an alien because you're an alien to this environment. You're really a kingdom citizen. So you, you don't really belong here. This is something that we, we're doing. You're living a life so you can have that life more abundantly. And then what happens is you're going to move on to the next. And that is going to be, I pray, in the kingdom of heaven. And it also says his provisions include, this is what God's provisions for us while we're here. The provision include the word. So remember I said that referee. Uh, Sometimes you'll hear me say in prayer, I'll call God the center of the wheel. Because he's that center of the wheel. He's the one that makes this thing go, go round. Also, he sends us the Holy Spirit, which is our comforter, which is also our counselor. Matter of fact, everything that's going on right now, we are quenching the Holy Spirit right now. We are not listening to him at all. Matter of fact, we're, you know who our Holy Spirit is right now? CNN, Fox News. That's who our, our friends, our family, that's who right now is our Holy Spirit. Instead of listening, because my sheep, Know me by the sound of my voice. We're listening to all the clutter. 
all the foolishness, everything in the airwaves. And remember, you know who I said, who you know is the prince of the airwaves. The evil one, the devil, Satan himself. We're listening to all of that instead of listening to the Holy Spirit that is our guide. And then also, as it says, pastors and teachers or elders who are to shepherd the church. Uh-oh. This is where I can really get in deep trouble right here. Seriously. Right here. Because uh, we need pastors and teachers. I'm talking about in the whole body right now. Not talking about any particular one right now. We need pastors and teachers and elders who are ready to shepherd the church and protect them from the many forces at work to corrupt, deceive, and destroy the ministry of the church. That is what's happening, ladies and gentlemen, at this very moment. I am a leader in church, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that right now we got to protect the people from the many forces of work that are here to corrupt, that are here to deceive, and that are here to destroy the ministry of the church. But another very important means of protection lies in ministry of the body is seen in the way we treat one another in the New Testament. The concept is emphasized in John 15, where the Lord taught the disciples concerning three, so, three crucial relationships. One, our relationship with the Lord. He also taught, two, our relationship with one another. He also taught, three, our relationship to the world. Concluding his discourse on our relationship to one another, he said, and I quote, this is the Lord talking, not Pastor Wade talking. It says, this I command you, that you love one another. This immediately followed by his teaching concerning two things. The hatred and antagonism of the world system. That's in 15, 18 through 15. And then the second one was the purpose of the church to be a witnessing, ministering to people through the ministry of the Spirit of God. That's chapter 15, 26 through 27. Listen, I want you to follow up on me. Look, I want you to fact check me. Listen, I'm not just talking to you and just, just spewing out words or my opinions. I've done the study. I've done the research. And we're just here to have a conversation about it. Listen, how you view it, how you receive it is up to you. But you will not say from this is the day with Pastor Wade that you didn't have all of the information. My God. In other words, it also says we have tribulation in this world. Satan will seek to nullify, neutralize, or hinder us by any and every way he can. Regardless, we are to continue in his, in his, which is God's purposes of the one things God will use to protect and keep us is loving and caring for one another. Working together and caring for one another, we can provide protection, stimulation, support, support. Support. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say support? We need to we, we need to provide support for each other. My God, right now. Motivation and also the enablement to the body of Christ. This principle is illustrated for us in the animal kingdom. You know, like we, we look up to animals a lot. Well, let me tell you something about one, one certain animal in the animal kingdom. There's uh, animals that band together 
against outside forces. It's called the musk oxen. And they are in the Arctic. And when threatened by wolves, they form a circle facing the enemy with their calves in the center of the circle. While the wolves will attack one or two lone oxen, they are afraid to attack an entire herd and will move on to other prey. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where we have to get through or get to in this storm. We got to be willing to form a circle. Because right now, our children are being affected. Can we just get off our individual opinions for a second? Right now, we need to form a circle around our children. The reason why we need to learn how we treat, how to treat one another in this moment of what's going on in the world, no matter what's going on, no matter what your issues are, is because we have to protect the next generation, our children. We have to protect their minds, their ears. We got to protect all their gateways. We got to protect them from the attacking wolves that are trying to take them right now. And the only way we can do that is form a circle of unity. The only way we can do that is watch how we treat one another. The only way we can do that is provide protection, stimulation, support, motivation, and enablement, enablement to the body of Christ. We got to do it not just for us, but we got to do it for our children. This portion of our conversation, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to discuss the remaining one another passages in four different categories. One, we're going to discuss verses promoting spiritual growth and health in the body of Christ. Also, we're going to have a conversation about uh, verses promoting the general welfare and the good of the body of Christ. Also, we're going to discuss verses promoting unity and peace in the body of Christ. And also, we're going to discuss verses promoting ministry and the function of the body of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, before we move forward, I just need to hear from you. I just need to know if I got any friends right now. Listen, hit me up right now at Real Pastor Wade on my Facebook and Instagram or Twitter. Real Pastor Wade, W-A-I-D. And just hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know. if you under, Are you starting to understand the methods? Do you have the same mind? Do you know, understand that having the same mind of one another is going to help? Do you understand that if we work on our methods together of how we treat one another, that will help? Hit me up and let me know. Let's move on. Now we're about to discuss promoting the spiritual growth and health in the body of Christ. This is command two. It says encourage and build up one another. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know if y'all really want me to go on this one because I can go uh, to a whole nother level with this one because encourage and build up one another in this moment and this dispensation is major right now. And shout out to my man, major that's getting married. Love you, bro. You and your bride. Uh, uh, I wish you well. Uh, and I know that your marriage will be a reflection of the full image of God. God bless you to my man, Major, and his wife. Also to my girl, Gigi and Esteban, who just got married as well. Congratulations in the middle of COVID, in the middle of Black Lives Matter. Uh, they got married uh, in uh, a joint union. God bless you to your union uh, and your marriage, Esteban and Gigi. God bless you. All right, back to here. Encourage and build up one another. In the New Testament, encouraging building up referred to the process of building spiritual maturity and Christian character through the function 
and the various gifts of believers, particularly teaching and encouragement of others. Each believer is to be involved in the edification process of the church, the building up of one another, which is figurative of the process of the spiritual strengthening and edification. Of first importance is the spiritual health of one another. The most important thing for all of us is our walk with God. See, listen, I know there's some people that are listening right now. Look, you may not have a real relationship with God. You may not know who God is. You may not even believe in God. But listen, that don't mean that the principles still don't work. See, you can, we'll, we'll get you to come to God sooner or later. You're, God's going to eventually draw you. And then you're going to have to choose to come. But one thing we can do is we can work out how we treat one another because all of these commands, they're really principles as well. They work. And then this is God's standard of what we should be doing just as human beings, his creation. This is what we should be doing. So this covers all the spectrum of humanity. Oh, boy, they don't like me now. It says, uh, of the importance is the spiritual health of one another. The most important thing for all of us is our walk with the Lord. This brings us back to the concept of cause and effect or root to fruit. The other, the one another injunctions are means to an end. Ministry to one another with the goal of Christ likeness through helping others to experience the sufficiency of the Savior. The Apostle Paul had one important concern that was constantly on his mind and heart to do all he could to build up the body, to build up the body. You can find that in Colossians 1, 28 through the second chapter and the second verse. But one individual can only do so much. But one individual can only do so much. Did I say only one individual can do so much? Have you ever heard me talking about we're in this together? We're all in this together. That's why I can't be holding no ill feelings to people. There's some people mad at me right now. They're supposed to be, they love me and close to me right now. They mad at me. They upset with me. They've seen a side of me that they were like, oh, is that Pastor Way? Oh, absolutely, it's Pastor Way. Because enough is enough right now. But I'm willing to accept that even if they don't forgive me, even if they don't like me, even if they, the relationship now has changed. The bottom line is we still in this together. And one thing that we got to get together on is understand this. God's strategy is for the body of Christ to be involved in the same concern for all members of the body. Thus, a number of the one another injunctions or commands concern this very issue. They fall into two categories. Watch this. Those concerned with the progress of growth and those concerned with the stopping spiritual regression and fallout. As with Paul in the first century, no one, no one Christian in the 20th century can build up all other believers in a local church. God's design and plan is that all the brethren be functioning part of the body, that all the brethren contribute to the process, that the whole body, wrote Paul, must be joined and held together by every supporting ligament. My God, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to take all of us to get through this storm. Every single one of us. And we can't be at each other's throat doing it. Listen, come let us reason together. It's okay if you have your opinion and your belief system. And guess what? It's okay if I have my opinion and belief system. I always tell couples, there's 
your version, his version, there's her version, and then there's the truth. So what happens is, why don't you come with your version? I'm going to come with my version. And then let's find out what the real truth is versus arguing back what our points are versus uh, treating each other with the lack of respect. Like one is more right than the other. Matter of fact, we all said this is a spirit. This is a time of uncertainty. So nobody, in all honesty, including your doctors, your nurses, Dr. Fauci, the government, the president, your your pastor, your your your, your elders, nobody actually really knows everything. So this is a moment where we can work on our relationship on reasoning with each other. Let's figure out the truth versus picking up the Bible like it's some lightsaber, like we're two Jedis uh, fighting uh, and I'm going to throw a scripture at you. You're going to throw a scripture at me and we're getting nowhere. It's futile. Oh my goodness. I think I lost some friends right now. I think I'm in more trouble than I was earlier in the show, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you're still my friend, just hashtag me at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with This Is The Day. Say I'm your friend, please, because I need some friends right now. Look, I feel like John again on the island of Patmos. I'm by myself, man. I'm losing people I love by the day, but I'm only doing what God is telling me. And all I'm doing is giving the information. What you do with it is up to you. Next thing, and it says, and as the body draws strength and direction from its head, Jesus, the Christ, it's when grows and builds itself up in love as as each part does its work. That's Ephesians 4, 15 through 16. One, we got to encourage one another. First Thessalonians 5 through 11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build up one another just as you also are doing. Understand this, the word encourage in the Greek. I know. I know. Look, everybody don't read the Greek, the Hebrew, the Latin, Aramaic. I get it. But in the, in the Greek, encourage means parakaleo. And parakaleo is spelled P-A-R-A-K-A-L-E-O. And it is used 109 times in the New Testament. Now, parakaleo can mean, one, to exhort, admonish, teach, or it can mean to beg, entreat, beseech, or to console, encourage, comfort, or help. Its basic purpose always seems to be the same, to promote the spiritual growth of believers in Christ by helping them to learn to draw on the new resources in the Savior. My God, I just need to pause for the cause right now. This is what we got to teach people. We're talking not even new people. We got to teach the same people that's been walking for with Jesus for years. You know, the ones that's uh, the holy ones of Israel, that's Jesus' first cousin, that ate the she bread uh, with the priests. You know, those people that have been walking with the Lord for so long. Right now, a lot of people need help to learn how to draw from the new resources of what God is doing right now in this moment. Oh, this is clear from the next command, build up one another, which is to build up one another. Romans 14, 19 says, so then let us pursue things which make for peace and the building up of others, of one another. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need to remember that plane I rented. That was going to put a scripture in the sky. I need to put this one in there too. So let us pursue the things. I didn't write this. <clears throat> I didn't write this, y'all. It says, so let us pursue things. Not argue. Not just argue our position and points. But let us pursue things. 
which make for peace and the building up of one another. Romans 15, 2 says, let us each please his neighbor for his good is to edification. Oh, my God. First Corinthians 14, 12 and the 26 B clause says, so also you, since you are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek to abound for the edification of the church. 26B says, let all things be done for edification. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Let all things be done for edification. Let all things be done for edification. So if we sit in here having a conversation and we ain't in an agreement and especially ain't nobody being edified in any way, why are we having the conversation? Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna keep going because we run out of time. Ephesians 4, 29 says, let no, oh my God. I don't know if y'all ready for this scripture. It says, Ephesians 4, 29, let no, I'm going to wait. It says, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Should I read the rest, y'all? It says, let no. I don't know why I'm stuck on let no. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I couldn't make that up if I wanted to. That's what the word says, that it may give grace to those who hear. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, I've been on calls from uh, for the last four or five days. I've been on calls to help people uh, that uh, need financial assistance as far as uh, an opportunity that I'm in. I've been on a call for a church. I've been on a call as a church leader. I've been on another call to help build up a, a team so we can move forward. When I tell you right now that in no matter what arena that I'm in, in all of those calls, do you know this scripture reigns supreme in every single one of those? Because right now, even if it's coming to money, People are at each other's throat. Even when it comes to COVID and the mask and no mask thing, people are at each other's throat. Even when it comes to Black Lives Matter, say her name, arrest the officers, all that, black people, uh, black women, all of that stuff right now. Even through all of that, do you know this scripture right here will cancel a lot of the confusion and uncertainty right now if we would just let no unwholesome word proceed from our mouth, but only such a word as good for edification to building somebody up, my God, according to the need of the moment, that it may give grace to those who hear it. Let me tell you, building up in the Greek, here we go again, means okidamio. And let me spell that for you. That's O-I-K-O-D-O-M-E-O. And it means to build up, erect, or metaphorically to edify. It is used figuratively of the process of building, strengthening, and edifying, and build spiritual maturity in believers. My man gets rights. Many biblical examples demonstrate the primary means for encouraging other believers, focuses, and truth. For example, Paul giving the qualities for eldership in his letter to Titus emphasized that a pastoral leader must hold firmly to the trustworthy message that has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. This is why. If you're talking about how we treat one another, we have to have a referee. We have to have a center of the wheel because we got to be ready to oppose anything 
that come against sound doctrine, that come against uh, what God has said, what God's will for our life, what, what he came to do, because he came. one of the things he came to do is he redeemed us from poverty, sickness, and death. We got to be able to we have sound doctrine so we can oppose these things. Here are a few passages which speaks to this thing. Colossians 2 and 2 says that their hearts may be encouraged, having been knit together in love, and attaining to all the wealth that comes from the full assurance of understanding, resulting in a true knowledge of God's mystery that is Christ himself. Titus, again, 1.9 says, holding fast the faithful word which is in accordance with the teaching that he may be able both to exhort in sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. 2 Timothy 4 and 2 says, preach the word and be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with great patience and instructions, First Thessalonians 2 and 11 and 13 says, just as you know how we are exhorting and encouraging and imploring each one of you as a father with his own children, verse 12 says, so that you may walk in the manner worthy of God who has called you in his kingdom and glory. And this, for this reason, we also constantly thank God that when you receive from us the word of God's message, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its works in those who believe. Romans, and we're going to close with this, 15, 4 through 5 says, for whatever was written in early times was written for our instruction that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we have hope. Not may that God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant to you be the same mind with one another according to Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray you have enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode six of how to treat one another. I thank you for all the support and love and the responses. Remember, new episodes re release every Thursday on iTunes and Spotify at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, faith come by hearing. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically take 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all thy getting, get understanding. And then practice implementing what you have learned. Applying how we treat one another is the only way we can turn it around for good. A special thanks to my man, you know, KC, Kevin Clayton at I Am Music Group for producing the show. My girl, Erica Duff, for the artwork and the Flow Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. My man, Alex Teamer, a.k.a. A-Team for the baseline, and my pastor, my dude, my road dog, I love him, my mentor, a teacher, Pastor Warren Campbell, and also Lena Bird-Miles for This Is The Day intro and a special shout-out. To all of California Worship Center family in North Hollywood and definitely to my, my first lady, Lady Erica Campbell and the Get Up with Erica morning show. And remember to subscribe to This Is The Day on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. 
at Real Pastor Wade, and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you would like to discuss on This Is The Day Facebook page or give me feedback on my Instagram or Facebook stories of what you thought of the conversation. Always remember, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This Is The Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.